Hello, everyone, and welcome to PB in Style. You are in the place to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. On today's show, I have with me a new friend, Ms. Shante Roddy. She is the group creator for Black Women Promote, and I'm so excited to talk to her because, ladies, in 2020, if you have not gotten with the Facebook group you've not gotten on that train, you are missing out on a lot of networking opportunities and business growth. So stay tuned. We're going to have an amazing conversation in just a second. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. All right. Hello, Ms. Shantae. How are you? Hi, I'm very good. I'm so glad to be here. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Um, I want to just give this little caveat. I have been inside the Black Women Promote Facebook group for years and have not been as active as I should have been. And I have been sort of a voyeur. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll pop in a podcast interview or blog post or something like that. And it wasn't until this year that I became very intentional about really being active in the group and offering what I could to help other members of the group and taking advantage of others' expertise as well. And so, um, as you know, I sent out sort of a call to the ladies about being on PB and style and they stepped up. Honestly, they were amazing. And I've got so many interviews scheduled for 2020 and I really appreciate what you've done over in the group. But before we start talking about that, I want to give everybody a little bit of info about who you are and um, all that you have going on. So Shantae is the CEO of Intuitive Risk Management International. She's an empowerment speaker, a talk show host, event producer and advocate for women entrepreneurs. She helps lead an online community of over 25,000 professional black women. That's a big number, y'all. Her mission is helping purpose-driven women entrepreneurs increase their influence, impacts, and income to give them more time, results, and freedom to live life without limits. Now, if that's not somebody we need to hear from today, I don't know who he is, guys. So buckle up. Put your pen and paper to right close by because I'm getting ready to dive in and find out how we can grow our own Facebook group. Shantae, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Thank you again for being on the show. Let's just dive right in. First of all, give us a little bit about who you are and so how you came to be this amazing Facebook group guru, but also a little bit about um, intuitive risk management as well. Yes, so um, I'm the CEO of Intuitive Risk Management International. I have uh, quite a few birthdays coming up in 2020, early 2020. Um, I would have reached my six-year anniversary uh, being in business. I am a business uh, development and leadership strategist and trainer. Uh, so I consider myself the training guru. Um, people may call me the trainer's trainer or master trainer. Um, that is what I love to do. Um, and I'm excited about it. Um, I'm at a stage in my life uh, and career that I have evolved. So as I evolve, my businesses have evolved. And so I have adopted more of the training model. Not that I wasn't already training, but that really became like my focus instead of doing one-on-one -on -one consulting, 
uh, is more uh, group coaching, group training, and partnering with other organizations and businesses uh, to reach entrepreneurs and business owners who need my services. Uh, so I help them launch, I help them implement and streamline uh, processes in their businesses um, that are so important uh, that oftentimes get missed um, to set, really set us up for success. Um, so um, that we're, as we're making money, we're able to keep that money, grow that money and not lose it. Um, because as easily as you can, well, sometimes it's not easy, but make it a uh, hundred thousand or a million dollars. You can quickly lose it if you don't have your systems and structures in place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that whole idea of getting people to the point where they have systems and structure around their business, because I know you're seeing the same thing I'm seeing with small business owners, um, aspiring entrepreneurs and, small, and uh, new business owners, where they don't really understand the ins and outs of how to structure their business in a way that is scalable. And they find themselves either growing too quickly and not being able to handle it. And then the cards fall or they're, they find themselves growing slower than they thought they would and they close shop because they had sort of overspent or overdone, you know, uh, in the beginning. Yes. So I love that. And I think that uh, this is going to be a great conversation because we're kind of, we have some synergy and, and I think that we're both pushing for the same thing and I'm, I'm excited. So I want you to tell us a little bit about uh, Black Women Promote. Um, how did you get it started? Um, what have been some of your biggest struggles in getting it started? And then what do you think has been the key to your success with the group? Okay, so Black Women Promote uh, is, actually was founded by um, Tracy Turner. She is the founder. She created the, the group. She saw the need. Shortly after she created the group, I came into the community. Um, and when I came into the community, she was trying to start initiatives um, she had pulled the group, had great ideas, but it kind of fell through and people, the women in the group were not committed as they had said that they were. And when she started the group, she was really on, on her own. Um, so she found that when she started the group, it quickly grew, you know, with the, with the name Black Women Promote. But what a lot of people, when they saw the word promote, promote. they felt like that was just a, a call. License. To, to, uh, right, a license, a call to just drop links in the group and really be spammy instead of really seeing it as a community, as in a network. How can I be part of this community and network, leverage it to strategically to help me grow my business and grow as a, uh, as a woman uh, entrepreneur or business owner and make those uh, powerful connections that we need to make in order to grow our businesses. So um i so i came in at a time like that and i saw this community and i said there has to be a better way like that we we have a group of twenty five thousand women how much powerful could we be if we really understood the power of having a network and working together and building a community and not dropping links because that doesn't work it does <laughs> um, not so people were joined, you join a hundred group of thousand groups and you think that's going to help you grow your business and it doesn't. So I just took it upon myself. I said, the Lord just spoke to me and I said, I think that I can help uh, because I saw the potential. Um, so I wasn't getting business in the group because it was spammy. Like nobody was really caring about anybody else. It was just me, 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 me. Let me get myself out here. And, and I said, okay, 
let me help us do things differently. So I just started by just showing up different. I was already showing up different, but I would post thought-provoking questions in the group to get people to think. And they were like, okay, <laughs> what did you talk about? What is this? And, and talking about collaboration and community and power and working together and how to market and how to uh, attract attraction uh, marketing and different things like that. And, and really focusing on collaboration and how to do it and, and asking those questions and challenging the women in the group to think bigger um, and to be more intentional, more pur purposeful and more strategic in their actions when they're, when they're navigating groups. That's so, it's so true. I'm a part of several groups. And when I really kind of dove into Black Women Promote, I saw the difference, right? Because there are other groups out there who, um, you know, claim to be for female entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs. And even with Promote not being in the name, that's what you find is you go in there and there's a bunch of spam. Like you said, people dropping links and, you know, buy this, I've got a special this week. And even if it's, um, even if it's content that they're sharing, there's no real rhyme or reason for when they're dropping it or how it could potentially help someone. There's no explanation is what I mean. Like they'll just put a link and then you're like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, am I supposed right. to use this versus, versus, a, um, Hey guys, ran across this great article and I thought I would do maybe, you know, you know, break it down for you. It might be interesting because someone else in the group asked a question about something like, and then that's when you can say, Oh, I did this. This is an article that kind of speaks to that point. Then it makes sense to share that because it's not spamming. You're not trying to get people to do anything and you're really trying to serve the people in the group. But I found that that's not the case in other groups. And I really appreciate that. Um, and I think when I was, you're right, when I first started, you weren't the person in charge of the group. And there was, like you said, a lot of that dropping in. And I have to say, I was guilty of it when I first started because that's what you saw, right? Yeah. So it was like, well, I guess I'm just supposed to put my blog post in here or my YouTube channel. I mean, I guess, I don't know. That's what everybody else is doing. Yeah, because you really so, don't know. Like, you really don't know, and you're trying to follow what everybody else is cause doing. Because you want to fit in the group, right? You don't want to be the one. Because, I mean, I've done the other I've done the other thing, too, where it's a spammy group like that, but then I go in and ask, try to ask a thought-provoking question, and you get crickets. So it's like, right. okay, well. That's what it was. <laughs> yes. That's, <laughs> that, that's what it's like in a lot of these groups. And it's like, there's really, there's more to it. And if you use them, but what Facebook intended was really to build a community. Um, and I think it's so important. It's, it's different. It's all in how you show up. So you just putting your link out there and you're not really showing up and engaging with the people that are in the community. You're really missing out. You um, really are. I always, always tell people, you do not need to be in 100 groups. You don't need to be in 1,000 groups. There's no way that you can be attentive in the group and be seen and heard if you're in all of these different groups. Choose a couple and focus on focus on those. I would say your top three groups and really engage in them because if you're in all these groups, you can't possibly participate the way they're meant. Yeah, it's not going to work. And you don't need to do all that to get business. If you show up in the communities where you where you're active, you will get business. I, that's true. That's true. Um, so how do you know if, you know, with all the other platforms out there, I mean, you've got 
Pinterest and you've got, I mean, Pinterest even has groups now. You've got LinkedIn, they've got groups. Um, Twitter, you can form groups and have conversations and sort of do different things in. Um, how do you know if um, a Facebook group is something that you should be considering for your business? I would just say test it out. First of all, you need to know where your target audience is. What, what, no matter what platform you're on, you, you have to be intentional. Why are you there? Let's start there. Why are you on a particular platform? Sometimes we get in and we feel like we have to be everywhere. No, you know, you really don't. Master one and then you can move on to another one. But we feel like, oh, I have to be on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Pinterest. Not that you can't have a presence, but dominate in one in one on one platform, right? And I would say test it out. Go into groups. One thing people do is they join all these groups. They don't navigate it. It's like if it's the same as if you're locally and you're going to your chamber of commerce or you're going into an yes. associ a new association or a new group networking group. There's just a way you navigate and you learn your environment. But people are just coming in groups. They don't know what the rules are. They don't see. They don't check out to observe to see uh, how they operate. Uh, what uh, different um, days uh, and things. And, yeah, and things that they have available for them because, again, they're just dropping in to drop what they have and they leave. Instead That's of true. Saying, how is this group going to help? How can I help this group? And how can the group help, help me? That's right. why you only need to pick three and find that where you can be the most, give value and receive value from that group. So if you're in a group that you're not able to give value to and it's not giving value to you, then you need to give um you know, remove yourself from the group. Yeah. Remove yeah. yourself from the group. Yes. I like what you said because it's true when you um it's it's true when you're working with a new business owner. And sometimes even um I think that people who are have been in business for a really long time and, and started and, and gained their clientele from like the old fashioned way, word of mouth and just things like they did like the hardcore marketing where they spent lots of advertising dollars and things like that and they're coming into the digital space. I think that you're right. It's very important for you to know where your client is because you're not in, like you said, pick three. So it's kind of like for me, you have the group where you can find clients and you can add value inside the group. So you can get and you can give. Then you have the group for me. I have the group where I can learn because yes. there are different things I'm doing in my business that people are already doing and they have groups for that. So I go in and I ask questions and I'm learning, you know, I'm like, yeah, let me know. You know, and then you might have groups where it's a little bit of both and you are in the middle. So there's always someone you can learn from, but then there's also people that you can help and you can serve. And so, like, I like the idea of three, but you do have to know for what reason you're in what group. And don't think that when you're connecting with people that or in in any group that is specifically for you to get clients right because I think people miss it then they lose out when you think that the only reason to connect with another human being or another woman that has is a gift sell. is to sell them uh on what you have to offer and that person that you connect with that may not be the reason that you're supposed to connect with that person the reason may be that they're someone you were supposed to connect with so they can pour into you to help get you to the next level. But because That's you're right. only, you have the selfish mindset that is me, 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 you're missing out because you're busy trying to sell the person that is, you were connected with so that they can help you. 
That's right. You recently or someone recently posted in the group the question, um, is your business, uh, do you consider your business a career? Yes. And and I said in there, I was like, no, I said, I don't. It's 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 a calling, it's it's a it's a purpose. And I think as we if we were really into our business for the purpose of serving someone with what the talents or the purpose we feel we've been given to do whatever this thing is, if we go into it with the attitude of service it's less likely that you'll be in there trying to sell, sell, sell. And more likely that when someone posts a need, you can go in with some valuable information. Because I know for me, I'm one of those people, Shantae, that if you give me a little bit, I'll go figure out the rest, right? Especially if my budget is tight, right? So you just give me a little bit and I'll go figure out the rest. Or I'll approach you and say, okay, here's my budget. This is all I can do. Is there anything you can do for me that will fit within this budget, right? So I think also in the group, it's imperative for us to understand that point as well. Like when you get in there, give value, like share. If someone says, you know, I've, and, and it's happened repeatedly within the group where someone might say, hey, I need someone who can do graphics. I've got this poster coming up and I need some graphics. At that point, you've got people like tagging people. Yeah, she can do what she can do. I've done it before. And I think you've even like tagged people. When I asked about uh, accounting apps or something like that, if they're an accountant in the group and people just go and they tag each other. It's not about, oh, I'm an accountant and I can help you and I only charge $19.99. You know, it's, that's not how it's working inside the group. It's more so, hey, I'm not an accountant, but I know five people in the group that are because I've spoken with them at various points in time. So let me tag them so they know you're looking for an accountant. So, it's, so I'm trying to make the point that in your group, in this group, it's not, like you said, it's not sell, sell, sell. It's people who are actively trying to help you like I've noticed in a lot of the posts that you've got a bunch of people tagging. Like if I'm looking for something, it's people tagging people that actually do that thing or the people that do that thing are like, Hey, so what you need? Like what's happening? What's going on? And there's not a lot of, Oh, I, I got a special for $29 and I can do it for you. And, uh, and that was one of the turnoffs that I also had in some of the other groups that it was like, if someone asks the question or makes the comment, I'm really struggling with, you know, uh, how to gain clients. In other groups, it's like, well, I have a program that's so and such and such, and I would love to help you. And they put the link. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. First of all, that's something, in my opinion, that I might be wrong. You tell me if you think I'm wrong. But, and that might be why I don't get a lot of business from groups. Because I'll go in and just like, okay, have you considered this? Or are you thinking, have you thought about this? And then I'll say, I would be happy to help you with more ideas. Just meet me on DM and let's talk about it, if you do. That's sort of how I operate. Yeah. Is that a better way? Or do you think that just saying, yeah, I could do it for you is a better way? Yeah, I think that's a better way. One of the things that we stopped um, allowing is um, when people would ask the questions in the group, people would answer and try to um, help them in secrecy. They would just say, oh, inbox me for information. Now, if someone, I said, what I said, and I had to say it a lot to people got it, is that we want transparency, right? So if you're an expert and someone's asking an open public question, provide an open and public answer. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. surely they're not the only one who's looking for the answer. Needing the answer, right? right. So, and then you ask a question. If somebody to me is an expert and they don't ask you questions, they're not an expert mm -hmm. because 
they're they're trying they're going to ask you questions to try to get to you got to qualify them. Yeah. Right, you have to qualify them. Maybe after you qualify them, you ask them the question, maybe you're not the best person or maybe you are. Then you can say, "Okay, th this is what I recommend and if you want to, you know, delve into it further, please, you know, inbox me. I'm happy to share more or get you on my schedule." But for people to just say, "Here, book on my go to my website or right. uh, or inbox me in in secrecy." We we stopped allowing that. Like if people ask questions, answer them and be a connector that's what i do every single day you do I, I don't even know how many times i connect people because i've been i always do it and i i believe that we need to get into put commit this to practice that we we all the time people around us are asking questions or have a need and you hear this could be willing to connect them to someone that you know that can be of assistance to them because really there should be no reason that we struggle. We're all here in a community making sure that we all shine, that we all win, that we all get access to whatever it is that we, we need, whether or not we provide it. <laughs> exactly. And, and I think too, I think to the same point with the secrecy and all that is you have people who have so that you have people in the group that do the same thing. Like there are tons of marketers, there are tons of coaches, there are tons of people who are trying to help people do this thing or the other. So like you said, the transparency piece is imperative because just because you do it doesn't mean that person will grow from the way you do it. Like, so that's why to qualify them. And like you said, ask the question. So tell me a little bit of, tell me a little bit more. What is exactly you're trying to do? Or, you know, these were some ideas that I came up with. If you do that, then the person that needs the help can then look and see which person will resonate most with them exactly, and help and be able to help them the best. And then they can choose to, with whom they decide to work. But when you're just popping links in, you don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like you. And then, you know, I end up clicking on your link and talking to you and finding out that it was not the right decision. And you wasted time when I could have maybe just sort of picked from those who helped within the group with the transparency that you're talking about. Yeah. So that's good. You just answered like my next question was like, what do you think are best practices? And so transparency is definitely one. And this whole idea of adding the value on the thread versus, yeah. hey, let's sneak and do it over here on my DM. No, uh, because that that doesn't work. And that's actually going to help you uh, rather than hurt you. Right, because it um, plays to your credibility. Exactly. And so you're answering one person's question, but in a group like ours, there's thousands of people that see it, whether they like it, react to it, or comment on it, people see this. So um, that's a part of showing up, because so many, so many times people think that they're showing up in groups and they're not. They think that, oh, I'm beca because I'm in this group, people should already know who I am, and right. oh, they're not buying from me, because I remember one, I created a post and I asked, of how many women their demographic is in the group. Because I know a lot of ladies, the, the demographic first is a big demographic is women and black women, right? Are some of the- That's two. <laughs> trendsetters, trendsetters, uh, one, some of the biggest consumers, we, we control a good portion of uh, the world's wealth. In 2020, it will be two thirds. We control the money in our households, the purchasing decisions. So for a lot of people, 
a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs, even those in the group, black women are the target audience, right? Mm -hmm. And so some were like, well, I don't know. And no, because, well, nobody's buying my stuff. And I'm like, well, when did you show up? Like, I know, I mean, I know who you are, just your name. I don't know you. I, you haven't shown up. You haven't asked any questions. You haven't posted anything of value. You haven't shared industry tips. You can't just assume you're in a group of thousands of people and people and are just, just going to know, know who you are. You have to build the know, like, and trust factors. I talk about that a lot too in the community. How do you build the know, like, and trust? People have to get to know you. How do you, you have to show up, you have to create posts, respond to them, uh, interact, answer questions, uh, do educate, provide educational content. I tell people that all the time, no matter what industry you are. Don't assume people know what you do or why it's important. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So if you I show up, even if it's 20 graphic designers, if you're the one that show up and stand out, and we have some that show up and they have proven themselves to um, be excellent at what they do and provide excellent customer service, you will see me tagging them in every post. Although there may be 100 graphic designers, all 100 did not show up. Exactly. <laughs> The ones that do, once you show up and you make yourself known, you show that you provide value, you will be kind of start being one of those that are that come highly recommended by the, the women in the group. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. So we've talked about some best practices. I love, so, so far, so you were talking, I was writing. So, so far I have transparency and I have show up. Now it's time to... Um, the, in terms of best practices, how would you suggest one go about creating these conversions and going from, uh, someone who has shown up in the group to someone who can say they have gotten sales or gotten business from the group? What, how does that, in your opinion, and from what you've seen, um, from, from being the leader of this group, How have you seen people go from, yes, I showed up, I've added value, I'm talking to people, now how do I convert this person into a paid client? Okay, so there's a number of things. The loaded question, huh? Yeah, I don't know that there's a simple (laughs) answer for that. But first, you you need to show up, understand what what it means to show up. It's not just just being in a group and you think you're being... You have to be consistent. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to consistently show up and provide value because on average, it takes between seven and 15 touches uh, or someone experiencing you, what you do, who you are, uh, you know, what products and services you provide before it clicks in, before they decide to make a purchase with you. So understand that because a lot of people get discouraged because they like, oh, I showed up one time. I shared, you know, I shared a live one time, you know. (laughs) Or they're not even sharing lives. People are too scared to go live. Okay, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But you'll share one post one time in, what, two months. (laughs) That's not enough. No matter where you're at when you're in an online space, you have to show up consistently. Get on a schedule. I can't dictate to you. If if it's one one day a week that you said you're going to be committed online, you're going to give an hour, you're being strategic, you're going to really engage with the group, Dedicate that one hour and be consistent week over week. If you do that, you will see it, it, it will reap results. I Another agree. thing I would, would say in conjunction with groups is how you show up outside of the group. Okay. 
Because if you're in a group and someone wants to do business, this is something I'm work actually working on collaborating with Facebook makeovers. If I'm coming to you and I say, oh, what you said was interesting, I'm gonna check out your personal profile. Then I go to your personal profile and I can't tell who you are or what you do by looking at your personal profile. There's nothing there that tells me that you're an expert in anything. You're, you, you don't have any Im imagery. You don't have any content. You don't have links to your fan page or your website, your, your fan page. So then if you do have a link to your fan page and I go to your fan page and it's a blank page or there's no page <laughs> or it doesn't have any content, that will stop the conversion. So it, it's more so cohesiveness is one way to say that because you got to have the consistency. But then, like you said, because and you know, it's funny. It's not funny because it's true. What happens and this is true for jobs, too, because if yeah. you're an entrepreneur who like maybe has their job, their um, their business is maybe a side hustle and you still have a job and you intend to keep it that way. And you want to, you know, maybe you want to. Um, you know, transition to a different job, even, even employers are looking at your Facebook pages to see if it is cohesive and if you are who you say you are. So just a yeah. little aside, if you're listening, even if you're not owning, owning a business, even if you're just looking for a new job, your new boss is likely scrolling through Facebook to see if you are who you say you are. I learned that years ago, yeah. but the idea of cohesiveness comes up because for me in, um, this these podcasts that I'm doing, there have been um, one or two women where I go to there because you know you know you've been through my processes that I'll I'll ask you kind of like let's talk up talk about a topic and then I kind of go do a little research to see like make sure I kind of understand a little bit more about what it is you do so that I sound somewhat intelligent during the interview you know and there have been times when I've gone through and like, I start on Facebook obviously especially if that's where I met you if I met you on Instagram I'll start on Instagram to check you out but there have been times where I go to look at their Facebook and all I get is their personal page and then I'm like okay because it's kind of like breadcrumbs so you'll start over on the personal page but the personal page should give me a link to your fan page where then I go and there should be a link to your website where yes. then I would go to see who you actually are and what it is you actually do and look at your courses and your products or your yes. services. And that's kind of how I can filter like out how I want to ask questions or if you're the right person to be on the podcast or whatever the case may be. And there have been a couple of times recently where I've done that and it's just the personal page and there's no reference to a fan page there's no reference to a website and i'm i'm blocked at that point i'm like i don't know what to ask or what to say because i can't even prove that you have a business at this point i try to cram a ton into each podcast episode but i recognize that sometimes you only have time for the cliff note version that's why my youtube channel be the brand tv may be the perfect answer to a quick how-to question need a little discussion or follow-up that's okay too. I've got you, boo. My Facebook group, BTB Boss Talk, is a community of people just like you looking for answers to questions seldom discussed about the how-tos of marketing authentically. Regardless of your need, I've got it covered. So use the link in the show notes to get plugged in today. Right, and I can't, it's hard to convert because as a group leader, then I can't, I can't recommend your business if I have not verified that you're legit. Like exactly. that you actually have a business because that was a big issue in the beginning with all the spam and people were not doing business with integrity. Mm -hmm. So we had to address that. 
and you know how you show up on your business page is it a verified page right is it a public some of the people have pages that's not even published yet they're not verified right mm -hmm. and, and they were doing cash apps we we eliminated all of those things like they were posting do business with me cash at me this no you need a process mm -hmm. you need a process that's so scary you randomly somebody wants a website and you're saying okay ca cash at me where you have not let me anywhere I have I don't know that you're a legitimate business exactly. I don't see a website you don't have a process so before we've even communicated you want me to send you money cash app and then cash app was, is a tool that I don't recommend that people were having a lot of um, problems with that they uh, were getting uh, some fraudulent things and mm. not able to charge back because they weren't they're using it as a per the personal part of the app and not a business app and so I warn people against that. Like, I, if somebody comes to me, I, you have to be doing business at, in a professional way. As right? a business. As a business, <laughs> right? Utilizing business tools. Right. Uh, Agreements, sign-up forms, uh, appointment <laughs> schedulers. Don't send me a, tell me to pay you by Cash App and we haven't done any transaction. We haven't signed anything. I haven't signed up. Um, but those things were happening and that causes real issues. So then people have a bad experience. They don't forget that. And a bad experience would travel further than a good experience. And in our group, and I always promote um, and encourage people to share positive reviews. If someone provided a great product or service, let people know that. Like, why do, do we just show up and tell the negative, right? And and I ask for those testimonials, too. Yeah. Like, there have been some instances where I don't charge anybody, but I have, like, like I told you before, I have been in there, and I'm like, you know, hey, here's some ideas. If you want more, I'd be happy to get on a Zoom call and kind of brainstorm with you. Yeah. And I'm not charging. I didn't charge anybody for that because, honestly, in my opinion at this point, I am trying to build the credibility, and I want people, my currency of payment is just go in the group and tell people that I helped you. That's what I want you to do. Um, and that is like, that's kind of one thing that you can do in, in, in lieu of an actual payment when yeah. you're first getting started in a group because people want to know that you're credible. And, if, and the best way for credibility is to share testimonials with people or have the people that you help share that you help them. Absolutely. So, all right. So I want to switch gears here for a second because I want to know a couple of things before we end. Um, one is how do we attract people to, let's say it's not just that we are in a group, but now we want to create a group. What are some best practices for attracting people to your new group? Okay, so how do you attract people um, to your group? I would say, again, it goes for um, purposeful intent, um, understanding what it is you want the group to do um, and who is it going to serve. Um, and then target those particular people, right? So black women promote is for black, <laughs> black women uh, to be able to promote themselves for us to be able to promote the cause of black women. Um, so you have to know what is the purpose for your group and who is it you're targeting? Who is it going to, that's going to be part of your group, part of your community? And I, I think making a, a community, I would recommend starting it off as a public group um, because with the public group, more people can, see well, it just it. depends. A public group, you tend to draw in more people. They can see what's going on in the group um, without necessarily joining uh, joining the group. Uh, closed and what they call now private groups. Um, they can see that it's there. They can kind of see the description 
but they can't actually see the activity that's going on in the And group. that's important. Wouldn't you say this day and age is to, like, because you talked about that earlier with the transparency, if you're first starting a group, because yeah. I have a couple of groups that I have with courses and stuff, and they are private, um, but I do have one that I want to start in 2020 that's just, like, personal branding. People just don't get it, and I want to just have some more important conversations, because people talk about it in with different definitions and I, my definition of it seems to be different than everybody else's. So <laughs> I kind of wanted to have a group. Um, but I think that you were right initially when you were talking about the transparency and that's why I believe it is important if you're trying to grow to make it a public group. Because for me, if I can't see what y'all are talking about, then you end up joining the group thinking it's something that you should be in. And then it turns out it's one of those bad groups. So then well, you got to leave the group. Well, if a good group owner would have a, gr a good description. Okay, so, so have a, a good, good description. description that tells what the group is about, what you are about as the group leader, um, who the group is for, um, and what value the group brings. So without me even coming to the group uh, or coming into the group or requesting access, I can see by the de description uh, what the group is about. So okay. I've, I've joined many close groups. Um, I actually prefer them. Like Black Women Promote, I think it started out as uh, open group, um, mm -hmm. and then, but I think when I came in, it was it was a closed group. But I think it was open, and it brought in a lot of members, and then we kind of closed it. I think because Facebook, first of all, has a lot of features. I think utilizing the features of the group and they're constantly improving them is the best thing. So like now you can vet out people that are joining your group. There's questions that you can ask. You can um, have a question that validates that they understand the rules of the group before they even join, you know, when they're requesting to join the group. Um, so I think that, that that is important. I think, um, you know, and sometimes like you said, I have groups that are private because to get to the group, they have to sign up for a service. Right. Right. So then it goes again, it goes back to what is the purpose of your group? And you can right. leverage a free group to make money. So th that's another show. Um, yeah, but, we'll do that one. Yeah, but Facebook <laughs> is actually setting, uh, they love groups. Like they love live video. They, Facebook loves live video and they will promote it, right? Because they love it. And it just works. Every business owner, entrepreneur should be doing it. Every group should be utilizing it. Every group uh, owner should be utilizing it. And you, and you mentioned that earlier about lives. You said yeah. you were going to get back to that. So how would you recommend someone use a live within a group? Yeah, to share what's going on with the group. Like I go live on a regular basis to talk about updates, what's happening in the group, what we're doing. Like right now, we're, we just had a success summit. So we, we not only went live, but we promoted women in the you group. You did. We did. So I people, saw it. A lot of these groups are, people find that it's just the leaders of the group that's promoting themselves, right? That is not how we operate. We want every one woman in the group to win. We want to promote women. And we were able to achieve that. Women that were like on the sidelines, behind the scene, great experts, but we didn't know it. So we put out the call. And they really showed up and showed their expertise in the success summit. Um, so going live really ma really matters, um, no matter where you are online, especially in, in groups, because Facebook loves it. They get they notify your members without you having to notify them when you're going live. That's right. right? Um, video is more engaging. If I can't be with you in person, you being on video 
I have more of a connection with you than I do if you have written text or you have a, a graphic image, right? That's true. That's if you're true. There, I can engage with you. I can ask you questions live. People, it's better, more interactive, right? Along with lives or watch parties, which people don't, a lot of people don't know about. Like, so watch parties, you go live, some, the focus is on the content, but you can rebroadcast, which I recommend people do at least three times, and watch party it, which means that you can be even more interactive and share commentary in a watch party of your previously streamed live video. So that is great for groups. But one thing people do when they, when they start a group is that they don't show, they're not consistently showing up. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they start this group, they're excited, but they really don't have a plan for it. They're not really showing up. They're not going live. They're not showing content. You have to really get on a schedule know what it is that you, you want to provide with that group. Uh, if you need to get some help, you scheduling, there's technology here that helps you. Right. Yeah. I use, I use a project management tool, Asana, and then that's how yeah. I keep up with my, with my, uh, with, everything with my life in general um i love the idea of um of what you're talking about with the lives i agree with you i do think too that um where personal branding kind of one of the things that i'm talking about with people comes into that is you really have to understand how you best communicate how do you shine and show up the best I yes. can tell for you, like me, video is where people can really see how we feel and they can they can really tap into our passion for what it is we're doing and see it. And it, it's electric, right? Um, some people are a little fearful of it. I had a conversation with the lady inside the group. She was a little fearful of video. And I was like, you don't always have to be on the video. Yeah. Like yeah. you can figure, you can do a live and screen share your content and yeah. just show up at the beginning, you know, and show up at the end or whatever. You but can also really, do audio lives. And you can also do, and it's, but it's more about what, how you communicate, how you feel yeah. most comfortable and how do you feel like you are really putting your best foot forward. And so um, I just kind of want to throw that in because a lot of people don't understand how my definition of personal branding is really working within the concept of their marketing. And this is one really good demonstration of it because you have to know yourself just because I'm telling you that you need to be on a live does not mean that you need to have your face on there and it shouldn't scare you to death because you're afraid to be on camera. You should think about, okay, how do I feel I best communicate? How can I implement that into a live on Facebook? Start, you got to be able to think, right. You got to think through who you are. Okay. So I've got, we got that question out of the way. Now I have another question. Cause I'm trying to get down. I told you we wouldn't be here for long, but the, see, I could talk to you all day. So I'm, I'm bad with that. So I have to give myself a limit. So this question here is what are common complaints? Now I have to say your group, I really don't have any complaints. I, I really have to say, that's why I wanted to interview you. First of all, I wanted to say that you do an awesome job. I think I said that in the group at some point or another, but I wanted to say it in person. I wanted you to see my face when I said it because it's amazing. It's really a good group. But obviously there are still some things that people have issues with, right? Because we just cannot make everyone happy. Yes. So I want to hear from you being the leader of a really good group. What are some of the complaints that you hear so that people know you know, if this is the worst I have, this is a really good group. <laughs> yeah, so um, a big bulk of the planes came anytime you're making a change, mm -hmm. um, especially a cultural change, which we did. 
so over the, like the last two years, it's been a dramatic shift um, with what people were comfortable with because I'm told you that it started out as it was a spammy group. People, mm -hmm. you know, Tracy did not really have the bandwidth. She didn't have a team, you know, to really help her control the group. Um, so once I came on board and I connected with the Tika uh, because, you know, I was, that's how I was showing up and connecting with people, even when they were spamming. And we both um, collectively were on the same page that look, we, we can do better in building a community. Um, and so I think anytime you have a cultural change, you're going to get, have some issues. So people didn't like it. People were upset. People left the group. We had to, uh, some, some people we had to, some ladies we had to remove from the group and, and be okay with that as a leader, know that you have to make tough decisions sometimes. And not everybody is going to like the decisions that you make, but understand that you're making the decision, make sure your intentions are right, right? And that you're making the best decision for you and your community. Um, right. Because the people, the ladies that were just didn't align with where we were taking. It's just like in, in your job. Sometimes you leave your job because the, the culture has changed or it doesn't align with your values. And you're like, okay, this was great while it lasted. But now it's time for me to move on, or this is great. I like the shift, and I'm gonna stay on board. I'm support. I'm gonna support them in that. Uh, it, it works really the same way, but it it was a challenge. And those people that were like stunned, they was like they were just, you're not letting me promote my business, and I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> you know, and you were like, bye, bye, bye. right? Like, bye. You know, it it kind of talks. It it lends itself to the whole um, underlying idea of networking in general. And that's really yeah. what we're doing is we are networking. networking. It's just a digital form of networking. And yeah. just like in live networking, there are groups that you go to and it starts off one way. And then you find out that it's just a bunch of people in there doing 30 second pitches and they're not even listening to what you're saying or have any interest in using your services. They just want to sell you whatever it is they have. And that happens in groups as well. So that does make sense, but you're absolutely right. You, if, if the group is going in a direction that you don't like, you can leave the group. You, you have that free will. Or if you continue to do the bad things that they don't want you to do, you might get kicked out. That's like you said, that's life. I still say it goes back to understanding who you are and understanding what you need for your business and what it is you're trying to do. And it's not the facilitator, you know, it's not their responsibility to help you make your money. Yes. You have to understand what that looks like for you and then make decisions accordingly. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show. And I know that um, for me, I've learned a lot. Um, I really did want to pick your brain. I'm being a little selfish, so I'm being honest, because I really wanted to have you on because I really enjoyed the group. And you do such a, you do such a good job that I wanted other people to hear what was in your head because everyone doesn't do as good a job with their Facebook groups. And so if I can touch one person that's considering doing a Facebook group in 2020 with this podcast interview where they start off doing it right, then I feel like I've done, you know, I've done my job for 2020 for Facebook groups. So I'm excited about that. Um, what do you have coming up? I want to say thank you for being on the show, but I want to know what you have coming up so we can make sure we get that in the show notes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I have a lot of things coming up. I'm rebranding uh, my talk show, The Biz Talk Live Show. 
which is being rebranded uh, to She Boss Talk with Shantae Alrighty, um, to focus, really focus on the entrepreneur stories of women and spotlighting women in a number of different ways. So I'm super excited about that. We have an open call for ambassador, open call for event, um, open call for those who want a product reviews and, and open calls um, are coming for uh, spotlight of authors. Um, I'm, mm -hmm. a, I'm an avid reader. I love authors and I'm connected to a lot of wonderful uh, women authors. In connection with the group, I am actually, I think it's December, the first week of December, I have a master class called um, how to earn $1,000 per month uh, promoting girl for, go, your goal friends. And part of the way to do it is to leverage social media and your, and your groups. Um, so that's a, very, a good one to earn passive income because I see people struggling and I'm like, why don't you monetize these relationships? And they think, okay, let me go after them and try to force someone to buy my product, but why don't you promote someone else and learn right. how to make money? Right, promoting affiliate. Yes. 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 Um, so I hope that you're going to be doing that this year because um, this podcast will be, you know, yes. going out in 2020. So I hope that you're doing that this year as well. And they'll have an opportunity to get um, um, involved in that sometime. But I also have um, an L3 summit that I do every, that I'm, I started in 2019. And uh, so I'm going to be doing tours here in Texas, I think. Um, and New York, and I think I go to Indiana this year also. So I'm going to keep in touch with you because I think you'd be a great guest. Just kind of. Hmm. I also have an event that's on tour. It's a signature event called the Small Biz Week Extravaganza, which is being rebranded as the She, she Boss Extravaganza. Um, and I'm going on tour as well. So I'm always looking to bring on experts um, as speakers, sponsors, partners. Um, so yeah, yes. I'd love to connect and collaborate. Yes, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll get more into that. That's another reason I love this group because I've been able to connect and collaborate with people and that is so fun. I love meeting new women. So I'm going to say goodbye. I'm going to say thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, because I really appreciate this conversation. I know it's going to help a ton of people. It already has helped me guys. If you are struggling with your marketing efforts on social media, Facebook specifically, I think this is an amazing, um, interview that you can listen to build a community around whatever it is you're doing or operate within an existing community and grow your business. And so I really hope that you've taken some really good notes and you've enjoyed this conversation. If for some reason you are struggling with sort of what it is you want to do in your business or how you want to show up for your business, I have an amazing tool. It's called Highway 8, You Road to Your Inner Influencer, and it's a great mini video series. It's absolutely free. It comes with worksheets, so that it will help you answer some of those questions that you need to dive deep into to find some of the transparency and the consistency and the cohesiveness and the intentionality that we were talking about here on the podcast. So again, thank you for listening to PB and Style. If you're not already, go ahead and subscribe. Leave a review of this podcast because Shantae and I both want to know what you think about what we spoke of. And definitely all of her information will be in the show notes, what she has coming up this year, all of her social media handles, as well as her website, in case you need any help with what it is she has to offer. Guys, thanks again for listening. You've been listening to PB and Style, the place to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. 
You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. 